listening to another sermon podcast presented by Chelsea Presbyterian Church. Located in Chelsea, Alabama, we value community, fellowship, and love for people from all walks of life. For more information, find us online at www.chelseaprez.org or check us out on Facebook. Here we are on Christmas Eve. Uh, and we've been working through it, and I don't know what your church tradition is, or even if you have a church tradition, but here at our church, we go through Advent, which is a series of Sundays leading up to the birth of Jesus that we're going to celebrate tomorrow. And uh, most churches uh, would be preaching something along the lines of sweet baby Jesus in a little manger today, and that's not what we're going to do uh, totally. Uh, we um, see we've been working through a series called uh, Christmas through the Bible, and one thing you've got to know about the Bible is there's not just one or two sections of the Bible that deal with the birth of Jesus, and you've probably already seen it this morning. We talked about Isaiah and Micah and these other prophets that maybe you've never heard of before, talking about Jesus and where he was going to be born. We started in Genesis, and and God uh, promised a Savior even then that would come. And so, and we're going to end up next week in Revelation. So, uh, even if you're not going to be there with us, you can always look at our website uh, and see how it's going to end. But today we're talking about a book that some of you may have never even read. And that's the book of Titus. So, what does the book of Titus have to do with Christmas, with the birth of Jesus, with the celebration of Advent, what we're about to see? So, let's look at our passage uh, for today. It's just one verse. It says this in Titus 2.11. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father God, uh, help us to understand what you would have for us to say today. Help us to see a bigger picture of what it meant for your son to come, not just in some sentimental way, not just as a sweet baby, not just someone who died for us as a moral example, but that came to give salvation and grace to all. Uh, help us to see that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, you probably know you can't turn on the radio or go shop or go to a restaurant nowadays during Christmas time and not hear Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, right? Is you. You can finish that. See, here's the thing though, if you could have anything for Christmas that you wanted, what would you ask for? Would you ask for a million dollars? Would you ask for better relationships in your life? Would you ask for a new situation, a new context, a new house, a new life? Would it really bring you happiness? We've all had things that we get that we think are going to make us happy, but like little kids on Christmas, two months later we don't even play with them anymore. So, are the things that you really want or you think that you want, will they bring you happiness and hope and peace and love? Maybe there's some deeper things that we crave that we really want for Christmas, like maybe forgiveness. Or what about grace? This is something we're talking about today. Uh, this is not something we think a lot for Christmas or ask of God to give us on Christmas. But we should. Here's the reason why. See, most of us, whether we admit it or not, live with some sort of guilt and shame throughout the year. 
But what if you've never had to experience guilt and shame again for what you did or didn't do? What if you didn't, if, if what you have done wrong or what you didn't do right will never be brought to your attention again? Wouldn't that be a great feeling? Wouldn't that be freedom? There's a word in that, in the Bible called that, and it's grace. And Jesus is all about this word. See, for thousands of years, giving you context for this, thousands of years, generation after generation, there was a moment that all the nations in the world, in some way in the world, were waiting for, for the coming of a Savior. Look back at our verse for the day for a moment. It said, for the grace of God appeared, bringing salvation for all people. Why does this verse name Jesus as grace? I mean, obviously it's what it's talking about there. But the, 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 that Jesus appeared in the world. Why would it call Jesus? Why would it just say Jesus? Why does it say grace here? Well, first of all, you've got to understand this. Grace in the biblical sense is not just some idea, but it's a person. You cannot separate the idea of true grace and the person of Jesus Christ in, your, in the Bible or in your life. It just can't, it's not possible. See, the grace of God appeared in flesh on Christmas Day. He appeared to, as a baby to Mary uh, and Joseph wrapped in pieces of clothing in a manger. He appeared to the shepherds in, the, in a similar way who came to see him. As a child later to the wise men who came from afar to see him from the east. And now, as this verse mentions, the grace of God has appeared to us. Not in the same way. We haven't seen him in the flesh. But he's just as real as the person of Jesus. When you think about grace this morning, maybe you think of some theological abstract idea. Maybe you think of maybe the personal grace that God gave you. Uh, that, that saved you from your sins. Or maybe the grace that God gave you to be able to do what you need to do and to be gracious to others. And these are all true, but here's what you got to know. And this is the point today. There's even more to that, and it has to do with the grace that we need uh, for our lives and others need to offer forgiveness, give us the benefit of the doubt, and have margins in our life that doesn't always bring us back to being in bondage and guilt and shame and put us in situations where we resent others or others resent us. See, the grace that we need to give people to really give them a benefit of the doubt, the margins that we need are need to be messed up and to be broken. This is what we're talking about here. This is what we mean by grace. The, the ability to be imperfect and not feel insecure about it all the time. The ability to maybe be overweight or drink too much or smoke too much. The grace that we all need that allows folks to see us without our makeup on or our houses in a complete disaster of a mess. The grace that we need that people can see our inadequacies and they can see our shortcomings and know that we're all poor and we're needy and we can admit that. We all need that grace. Do you need that grace this morning? Of course you do. I do too. Are there people around you craving that from you and needing that grace? You better believe it. But grace to what end? What does it say there? It says to salvation. Not just the salvation of our soul. That's part of it. But grace came. Jesus came into the world to restore and save not only us, but all our relationships around us and our dysfunctionalities and our dysfunctional families and our broken world 
All of it. That's what he means by salvation. What is Christmas if not the advent, God's, the, the coming of God's bringing grace into the world? What is Christmas if not forgiveness and healing and justice, the things that we all long for? What is Christmas without hope and peace and love that God promises to us? As we have received grace from God, our good Father, through Jesus Christ, let's bestow that grace on everybody around us this year in this Christmas. Come to the table today, if you're a believer, come to the table today and receive the grace to live life and flourish. See, this is the life that we all want. It's a life of grace and margins and forgiveness. The life that God is here today to offer us on Christmas Eve. Let's pray. We think we know what grace is until we need it desperately or until others around us need it desperately. Give us the ability to look at all our past, our trauma, the things that make us view people in a malicious way. Would you help us this Christmas for that? And even more than that, not just in the past, but in the future to step in and live grace. Lord, Christmas is all about the coming of grace into our world. May we live like that to others. May we, may we love others unconditionally. May we be quick to forgive and slow to anger. But most of all, can we, may we rely on you and the grace that you give us this Christmas season and meditate that you sent your son so many years ago so that we can experience that life of freedom in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed today's sermon. We want to remind our listeners that our doors are always open at Chelsea Presbyterian Church, and we invite all our listeners to join us for worship. You can visit us at 1030 on Sunday mornings at Chelsea Middle School. To hear more of our sermons from our church or for more information, you can find us online at www.chelseapres.org or check us out on Facebook.